G'day. Welcome to SEO Success Stories. My name is Russ McCumber, and every two weeks we talk search engine optimization with the world's leading SEO practitioners. We interview a mix of in-house SEO leads from the world's biggest brands and SEO thought leaders, many from leading search technology brands, plus the world's foremost SEO educators. They'll all be lifting the hood on their own SEO journey, as well as sharing the tips and tricks behind how the best and brightest minds in SEO go about their trade of dominating the SERP. SEO nerds, this one's for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of SEO Success Stories. My name is Russ McCumber. I am co-founder, managing director of Impressive USA. On today's podcast, I've got Serge Bezbaranov of Jet Octopus. Hey, Serge, how are you? Hi, Russ. Great. Thanks for having me here. No worries. Thank you for joining us. Now, for those that listen every time, you've heard the spiel, you know what we do, who we talk to. We've got the cleverest people in SEO. Every two weeks, I peek into their brain and I, I pull out what I can for all the SEOs and the brand side and the agency side marketers and SEOs that tune into this. Now, for today's podcast, I just want to put it out there that it is summer holidays here. I'm recording in Austin, Texas. I've got four very bored, very energetic kids who may jump in at any time. So if there's any interruptions, Serge, I apologize, and listeners, I could tell my, our producer, Luke, to just, can you snip it all those out? But, you know, they're little. We don't know how much it's going to impact. So I'm just putting it out there. Now that that's out of the way, I do have to ask a question that I ask all of my guests. So, Serge, I'm going to put it to you. What do you think? It's the number one biggest challenge facing SEOs in 2023. I think like everybody should answer here like AI, 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 but I'm not. So the same Ooh. challenges that it was 2022, 2021, and like many years before. You know, in my opinion, SEO is still more or less the same and it still has the same problems and boring problems and boring tasks, to be honest. And okay, AI does some changes, but not so much as everybody talk is completely my opinion and i'm very cold and calm with all this ai stuff yeah very cool i like that i like that interestingly we're going to get into this a bit deeper but it's still the ai still needs to get the answers from somewhere you know like yeah. if they if they're going to get it into you know they're starting to filter it into into google search into the serp like it still needs to be able to find the best reference, the most accurate, the most contextually correct answers. So it doesn't change that much, you know, the the objective of what we're trying to do as SEOs. What do you think? First of all, like the, the biggest problem with AI and why it will not change so much, think it's uh, trust to the information, what you Google. And everybody saw so many times, like when you're, can get wrong results, incorrect results. And just try mm. to, even when you try to Google, we all remember COVID times and when you Google some um, border rules, for example, when you want to entrance to go for some country and uh, you mm. read in entrance requirements, even when you read in, in Google in top 10 results, it can be fully controversial results. And how mm. AI, you know, can make own EAT, etc. It's the main thing. It's simply some answer, but I can trust it for sure. Okay. When we're talking about cookies recipe, it's not so impactful, right? But mm. when we're talking about some more, you know, like important thing, 
complicated things. We are not even talking about medicine, etc. But even, uh, you know, border mm. rules, visa rules, for example. Will you trust AI? Mm. Me not. Yeah, that's a good point. I was saying to one of my recent guests, I can't remember who it was, but unless it, maybe it's going to get better. Maybe over time it's going to get, you know, better at context, better at, at accuracy. But at the moment it does feel a bit like, you know, I've got kids here. I've got my son, who I've got two sons. And they just want to please me. And I'll ask them a question and they give me the answer they think is going to make me happy. And I feel like that's the way it is with AI at the moment. It's like, oh, you want this? Here you go. Here mm. it is. Don't look too far behind it to see what, you know, whether it's accurate or not. But uh, did I make you happy? Like, I think that's, it's, it's a little bit too people pleasing for me at the moment. Just remember like half, like it was like how many, five, seven years ago about voice search. Mm. Everybody was about like voice search. It will be the new big thing, you know, we stop typing our queries, etc., etc. And I ask our audience, do we use so much this voice search? The truth is not so, not so about like what's the weather today or something like that. Not more. We still and. Probably, you know, the hum humans in general, they're not so easy to change their behaviors. And I mm. believe our behavior, like typing queries and uh, looking for answers in lists, it's not so easy to break. And probably we don't have to break it with AI or any other stuff. Yep. I think it's pretty ingrained. Voice search that didn't, I was on a podcast five years ago where I was saying, voice, voice search, it's, it's going to change everything. I, I admit it, I was you, way off. You should optimize your pages for long queries. A query can have like 10 words and uh, many, many more. Like, who's remember that? Nobody now. Yep, yep, very true. Cool. Okay, well, we're into it already. Today, we're going to be talking about Surge. We're going to talk about your career, find out, you know, how you got to where you are. So you're now a Jet Octopus CTO and... You know, we're going to talk about how you got there. We're going to talk about, you know, more, more before that, what sort of, you know, what, what your history was and, and how you came to fall into this. And then we'll talk a bit about Jet Octopus itself. I, I must say as a tool, like our agency does use the tool. So, you know, I'm, I'm semi-familiar with it, but, you know, we'll talk a bit about it and, and, you know, what sort of things you've got on the product roadmap. But let's get, let's get into you first. You come into the world of SEO via tech. Maybe that's yeah. why you've got a different slant on, on this whole AI. Tell us yeah, a bit about I'm, I'm very skeptic. I'm a very skeptic guy. <laughs> yeah. So first of all, I'm not SEO. I am a developer. Okay, I'm CTO, but the truth is I'm a developer. I'm still writing some code and I love it. And, you know, in general, like developing is uh, making your mind very structured. You are thinking in a very structured way. But so I entered into the industry 15 years ago, something like that. It was like, yeah, 15 years ago. And... From even from my first job, it was always like big websites, traffic. And after we started our own project, it was job aggregator. And, you know, job aggregator is tons of pages. Just imagine like a website like Indeed, etc. We had, and during my career, I worked with automotive websites, with real estate. It's everything was aggregator. So I know how to parse stuff, how to make it, how to make websites on it. And we were like pretty successful and a lot of traffic, but you know, it's per usual. When you want to make something good, you should dive deeper and deeper. And we go for some agencies, but unfortunately, 
10 years ago, it was not so many agencies who had an experience, you know, with big websites, with analyzing. At that time, it was just a few, cr few cloud-based crawlers just came to the market. Mm -hmm. And it mm -hmm. was very difficult to do technical SEO. And how Jotoctopus started, well, I just wanted, you know, I go for one SEO conference and I realized that like internal linking is a very cool stuff. It should definitely help me, you know, when you have 5 million pages, how, how you will optimize your website. So I have to crawl it. We go to a few competitors, for our current competitors, they make us a bill, a huge bill, you know, and I am as a developer, as per usual, probably not so smart developer. And they tell my partner, Julia, like, ah, I will make it by myself, you know, just weekend job, something like that. And okay, I made my first crawler on PHP. It was very fun, but it works. I crawl a website, I analyze internal linking, I spend after... I don't know, four, from four till six months building internal linking formula. And after that, I realized how hard internal linking is. You know, it's not so easy as it sounds, as it looks. And we get some results. We get some results and in terms of traffic increase, etc. But at that time, you know, we realized that, that I already built a core of crawler and we can make a business from it. And SaaS business is... The time looks much more interesting than, you know, make selling traffic at that and et cetera. Because SEO has a, another part of, you know, of life. It's Google updates, algorithmic changes, uh, many, many more, which makes you, you know, your sleep not so good, to be honest, like especially when updates came. And SaaS was like a brand new world. It was very interesting for us. And about 2016, 17, it was an active stage of development with Jotoctopus and 2018, we were fully open. We were fully open it like, and now we're like five years on our okay. project. Excellent. Very cool. I love that. So from huge websites and trying to do the gateway in via internal linking and trying to figure out, okay, also my brother is a developer, so I understand that. Like he'll, I'll show him a new tool and he'll, He'll always go, oh yeah, that's, that sounds pretty cool. Let me have a look at it. And then he'll, he'll literally like message me a day later. Oh yeah, I could build this. It's like, okay, <laughs> okay it's a multi-billion dollar business, but okay. Was there anything outside of, you know, you've been involved in those huge sites and I like also the differentiation of, you know, if, if you're on the traffic side, there's so many variables, whereas you've sort of taken a, a side where you control your own destiny a bit. A bit. Is, that, you, is that fair to you... say? constantly in some i'm not saying not pain but you know you all time you're looking to your competitors you're looking to the google search like what happens here are you going up are you going down it's constant like you know madness <laughs> let's say that's funny so what did you know of the seo industry outside of your own experience like and you, you speak a bit now about like that i mean most of our listeners are seos are inside or they're or agency seos and they feel that pain. So what did you, what did you think that this was going to be able to bring to the market to help ease that pain a bit for, for those SEOs? You mean what we bring as a tool or? So yeah. like early on when you said I could build this tool, there's some other tools yeah. out there and it's a bit of a stressful job. How can I, what can we do that's different? What's going to set us apart? Yeah. And it's like our vision, let's say, and you know, like everybody knows like screaming frog, now side bulb, what I loved a lot. And you know, those 
tools are very cool for small websites. Like when you have thousand pages, okay, they're very nice and uh, they can help you with technical research to show you everything. But when you have million pages, when you have five million pages, and we are talking like huge websites more, how you will analyze them fully? Okay, you can make partial crawls, like crawls by director, etc. And there are tons of manual and everybody trying to do that. But like a lot of our clients came from that background. But when they try one more time to make a full crawl of all your 5 million pages and you see true picture of your internal linking without any assumption, I believe, I think that it should be that picture. Because it's huge difference between uh, what you think and what you what really is you know mm. because mm. many of our clients also like saying your tool works not so correct like it should be my website working that way <laughs> i just answer no no our tool works correct <laughs> your website doesn't work that way just go and and see it and our vision is you know everybody knows some like tools like botify Deep, no, deep crawler now it's Loomer and they're very expensive you know, and not all websites can afford it and our idea was you, you know like technical SEO tool enterprise level should not cost as enterprise level you know like it should be more affordable and if you're not the big guy it doesn't matter so you can't use you know top level tools and it's the first part. And the second part is everything should be data-driven. So we don't like, I think it should, you should present numbers. So you have amount of pages on the website, you see your crawl budget, then you see the number like 40% of your webs website are crawl and 60% are uncrawl. So it's problems. And at the same time, it's opportunities to increase your crawl budget, your indexation, and in the end, your organic traffic, right? So it's our vision, data, and, you know, tool for, not for luxury segment, but for like medium niche for big websites. Great. Okay, cool. So a tool for enterprise level sites, millions of pages, but not necessarily a, you know, with the enterprise price tag. So that you've got yeah. brands and agencies. So, so who was, yes. what were some of the wins? Oh, the so truth is how many websites can pay, for example, $100,000 per month? Like mm. not so many, you know, and yep. like it's not a proper way in our yep. opinion. So who were some of the, I'd love to find out here about if, if you can share some of the early client wins that you were able to pick up. Was it agencies? Was it brands? Like no, who was agencies, the... the truth is with agencies, yep. it was very hard in the beginning because like agencies, like usually, you know, if you're not talking about specialized agencies, but they know how to make link building, some content optimization and not so good with technical SEO, and we are talking like hard technical SEO stuff. So our first clients was a big websites, you know, like millions of pages, and usually it was like in top ten of. We started like from the as a project originally from Ukraine. We still have a team here. Now we are like fully distributed through the Europe, through the world, and it was some Ukrainian customers because like some people knows us there and like European. Uh, clients, etc. But it's a it was big websites like and in from top ten usually. Yep. Okay. So then what is it that, that I get the enterprise level like abilities, capabilities, capabilities of the yeah. of the 
of the program. What are some of the other things that set it apart from, from the other tools that are out there? So if I've got SEOs now from big brands and they're using some of those other tools, like what's Jet Octopus doing that's, uh, that's perhaps a bit different? First of all, you know, the thing, what I go into the bed and waking up, it's a very simple thing, you know, like it's very easy to build a tool which produce you thousands of different chart tables, you know, a lot of data, but you will came to me and ask one question like, Serge, okay, it's very nice, but what I have to do with all that stuff? And like, we waking up every day with one thoughts, like how we can help our users to understand all this data and to make, you know, concrete actions on a website, not just tons of different numbers. And through the whole Jet Octopus, you know, like on almost every report, we try to highlight you some stuff like, look on this, probably it's a problem, go to fix it, look on this. And we also against approach, you know, like some website health coefficient or, you know, like this is 100% problem, etc. You know, every website is unique and it's impossible to make automatic, you know, sites audit which will be bulletproof. No, it's always... So we like like Google Maps, we are navigating you through the streets, but it's your decision. If the street is closed, you can't go through the street or like you see it's a traffic jam here, just go further, right? So we are navigating you, highlighting you, making you ideas, but in the end, you are cool as your guy or girl and you should decide and you should make an actions on, on your particular website. This is interesting. And I can see now why there's, Honestly, I think there's, we've got an SEO team. There's about 20 in our team. There's three of them specifically who love Jet, o- Jet Octopus. And everything you've told me right now, I realize why. I always think when you see those, your website health, and there's like the you know, green, orange, red, 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 and there's a mm-hmm. random number there, and then it breaks down. It's like, really? Like how did, I, I can see that's a sales tool. That's like a marketing thing, which is great. Our, the technical SEOs in our team that love your tool would like they don't like those sorts. Like they want to mm-hmm. make that analysis for themselves. They just want a tool that tells them what it's doing. And then they can make a judgment from their own experience as to how severe it is, as opposed to a, a flashing red light on a, you know, on the dashboard. Yeah. The general technical SEO is a very hard topic. And almost any of my presentation when I, on the conference, I'm telling like, like, for example, a few years ago, everybody talked about Python. You know, like a cool Mm -hmm. tool, a cool language, you know, to learn, to make some SEO stuff. But I will tell you, like, from technical SEO perspective, learn better databases, you know, like learn some SQL database to work with the data, you know. Just load a huge amount. Excel is very cool, but not cool when you're working with millions of rows, millions of lines, etc. Like, learn database. It will took you a week, two weeks, two weeks, for example. And your abilities, you know, and your like effectiveness will be skyrocketed, hundred percent sure. Like, believe me, because you will work with the data with a much much faster way, like, and get faster results. And also, one of the main things in Jet Octopus, it was like some of our clients asked it about innovation, and here it was fully innovated by Jet Octopus. Nobody, as I remember, nobody had it, has it still. So we have joint datasets feature. You have a crawl. So crawl is site structure. It's a page URL, title, you know, like internal linkings, duplicated, like 200 fields, something like that. You have logs. What do you have in log? Also URL, 
bots visits count, like bots loading time, like bots status code, you know. So how to, you know, you wanted to merge and you wanted to see more scrolled pages by bots. So bots spending a lot of crawl budget on your pages. So in Jotoctopus, you simply click one button and button apply. That's it. So it's nice and easy. In Excel, you should go VLOOKUP, et cetera, to build those relationships. But in in few clicks, you can uh, filter, you can get your main pages like what visited by Googlebot mostly. And of course, you can get pages, for example, like if Googlebot visits your page during the year only one time. Tell me why. So probably it's not so good page, right? Like why Googlebot mm. doesn't visit it? Except, uh, except of publisher websites. They have different stories, but on e-commerce and like other uh, website types, why Googlebot doesn't revisit your pages. So, and we are not telling you this is a problem. Just take them, look with your eyes, and you probably found thin content, like after-generated yep. pages by bug. And here's optimizations, you know, like nice and easy. Hmm. That's such an interesting point around technical SEOs and like the, the Python craze and your belief that like, you know, learn SQL better, just yeah. understand databases better. What other tips would you give for technical SEOs? There's a lot of, I'm in a couple of SEO Slack groups. Like, if, you know, five, 10 years ago, people tended to come through to SEO more from the content side. Now they're coming much mm -hmm. more from the technical side. Outside of that tip, what else would you suggest that a, a new technical SEO should really f hone their skills on? More hard stuff about, you know, now we're talking about like general stuff and uh, approaches, mm. you know, because approaches yeah. is very important. If like as a zero point is just go and read uh, Google patent. The first patent was written by Larry and Page, you know, how Google works. And the truth is it doesn't change it so much. And like any technical SEO should read it, you know, <laughs> before they sleep, like it's point zero. But after what I tell about some statistic stuff, you know, how to analyze, because again, when you're working with a big websites and you see some obvious problem and you like making, oh my God, we should fix it immediately. For example, pagination, like everybody now talking about, uh, even not now, talking about pagination. And if you go to Google guidelines, you see pagination should be opened for indexation, right? So they're telling, do not make them non-canonical, do not. Do not them make non-indexable. It should be accessible by bot. And it's a huge topic. I can talk uh, at least for one hour about pagination. And what every technical SEO can think. So he comes for, she comes to for a website and see pagination is closed and we should open it immediately on the millions of pages websites. And the practice is do not make such huge changes, you know, in one moment. You should always go through testing and, you know, interpreting results or so make a test. Open uh, pagination at 10,000 pages, for example, and make a control group, another similar, like by parameters, another 10,000 pages. And okay, you open, uh, you remove, for example, canonical tag. And after, after a month, you can go see logs. Does Googlebot uh, increase crawl budget on pagination? After you Google to go to Google Search Console, your pagination became like more visible in Google Search. Or Probably another thing what many SEOs forget about, you know, with the open pagination, Googlebot can go deeper and crawl many your product pages, your item uh, items on paginated pages, etc. Mm -hmm. So control group and test group and uh, understanding that results and how can you, you know, 
makes them work on a big website, like open one yep. million pages, not a good idea in one moment. That aligns with, I had Steve Wiedemann on, he's got a consultancy in LA and his advice to SEOs was just always be testing. Like you should constantly yeah. be running, like have an assumption, create an hypothesis, run a little test, test it, yeah. then run it a bit bigger, a little bit bigger, a little bit like that's, you know, that's how you make that incremental growth. And especially after I, on all conference, I also said it like, you know, do not believe your friends. Like I'm joking, but you know, you meet friends and uh, one friend telling you like, I open it pagination, like I got 20% increase in traffic. It's so cool. But it doesn't mean you will have 20% increase in traffic. Probably you will have 20% decrease of your traffic because every website is unique. Even e-commerce, which is top one in your niche and you are top 10, it's two different stories. Unfortunately, Google is not equal for all websites. Well, there's the website itself, but there's also the competitive landscape you're playing in. So whatever yeah. change your, your friend made on their website might've been great for their specific niche and the searches they're trying to go for, but you've got a completely yeah. different set of competitors. So that's a whole bunch of other variables that you need to keep into, keep in mind. In terms of like new features or product roadmap for, for Jet Octopus, like how do they come about? Are you like, is it from suggestions from, from clients or are you seeing like, you know, bottlenecks in, in stuff they're trying to do? And, and then how far forward are you projecting that? So first of all, like we have a support online chat on our webs, on our tool. And we were one of the first, I don't remember that five years ago, nobody had it. But we've introduced it from the first day and I still in the chat, you know, when user asks something and, you know, a girl called me like, Serge, there are tricky questions. I'm reading them and I always talking uh, like 50, 60% of features in Jet Octopus, not from me, but from our users. So we're listening. We, if someone uh, asks three times the same question, so probably it's not so cool, you know, not so understandable in the reports. May for now, like last half year, we improved dramatically our crawler about JavaScript. And now we are analyzing so many things in JavaScript. You can't imagine because JavaScript is a very pain thing, to be honest. You know, there are so many hidden problems to which covers. And the main problem is with JavaScript, it's developer stuff. You can't, for SEOs, it's a bit hard to understand it. Does it really problem or not? And any solution, you should go to developers and push them to fix it. And we improve our JS crawler a lot. And what it can be hidden, we show you. Like any content changes, indexation changes, how, you know, for example, one of our clients also asked me, your crawler works not so correct and you're not going for pagination. And okay, I'm starting to debug it. And I realized that, okay, we are not going for pagination because it doesn't exist on the page. But it sh a client shows me like, okay, look, pagination is on the page. Okay, you open in a browser, pagination is on the page. And what the problem was, because JavaScript files, what builds a pagination in the bottom of the pages, was, was disallowed in robots.txt. And tell me, you are looking like, and you're thinking your amazing pagination is on the page, but Googlebot actually doesn't mm. see it, right? Mm -hmm. And I saw so many uh, such tricky things with JS and it's very easy to shoot in the leg, you know, to like, with all the stuff. And like we improve in general, like our vision, we improving the tool, like about understand to be understandable and helpful 
we don't want, I repeat, we don't want to make like tons of charts. We wanted to help technical SEOs in the very hard topic, technical SEO to make the, to make their job like much easier. So they don't, they should not spend hours just merging Excel files, etc. They should thinking on some experiments, some ideas, and the tool should help them to make, to I think that's a great point. And I think that's also like, it kind of leans into, you know, everyone worried about AI at the moment and what's it going to do? How's it going to take over? But you make a good point there that a tool like yours, it's not an AI tool, I get that, but it's so that clever people, should I say clever, experienced people can think more deeply and have something to help them execute those thoughts as a, like, it's not going to do the, the tool's not going to do the thinking for you is what I'm getting at. Like you want it to be intuitive and you want it to help them get to the end of a problem. But it's relying on the inputs of the person. And ideas, you know, it's a huge mm. difference. I talk to with a lot of our clients, like personally, you know, when you make some queries and to get some results in seconds or even in moments instead of hours, you can cover much, much more ideas and potential like problems on your website and to your, you create hypotheses much faster and in the end, you produce res results much faster. The same mm. way with the execution, you know, you, okay, you analyze it, you made some idea, developers implement it, and what? What would should wait? You know, we should wait a week, months, three months, half year. How long we, what should we see? With the tool and with the data, it's much easier. So with the logs you see, does Googlebot start some cr crawl new pages or recrawl your ex existing pages? Or again, it stopped. How they perform in Google Search Console, in Google Analytics, etc. So everything should be with the numbers. So it's not about like AdWords. Not only AdWords can be, you know, with the numbers. SEO also mm -hmm. as well. Agreed. Agreed. Any bold predictions about where you think SEO is going? Like you've you've already set up front that you think that AI, whatever. Like, have you got any bold predictions about? how things are changing or do you think it's we're, we're pretty ingrained in you know uh, no no my prediction is very obvious like seo became more complicated you know wanted or no but even javascript makes seo lives much much more complicated you know and 10 years ago like seo it was okay content links like many many more but now you know Everybody forget about Core Web Vitals, you know, about pure performance, etc. But SEO, SEO specialist for now should have much, should has much broader, you know, experience and understanding in many, many fields like developing mm. JavaScript, analyzing data, you know, content, AI stuff, okay, how to use it, many, many more. So it's great conversation for someone who is a self described non-SEO, you know a lot about technical SEO and enterprise SEO. So really appreciate your time. We're going to go through our Vox Pop questions, which I do every episode. Might be some funny answers for you because usually this is people who are SEOs. You know a lot about this stuff. So this is going to be interesting anyway, but some of it you might just go, nah, I don't even think about it. So let's just see how you go on these. I just want you, I'll ask a question. You just give me the first thing that pops into your mind. Ready, set? Okay. Great. Cool. Which previous algo change still keeps you up at night? Not me, but I remember 2018 and medical update. And we had, you know, like 
a lot of clients came to us like they were crazy like our rankings dropped like probably some technical stuff etc i remember in the summer uh, that year summer autumn it was very hard everybody was crazy what is your favorite non-obvious software tool that you use every day in your role to either research or execute I'm a developer. I'm using Linux console and it's a mm-hmm. tool, you know, to work with also with the data and with the files. It's much, much better, you know, with rather than using your mouse, let's say. Yeah, got it. A gun to your head, which do you prefer, content or links? Of course, links. Okay. I'm not sure if you can answer this question, but I'll ask it anyway. What's the most effective link building technique you've used or that you've come across? Oh, we we do use it. Uh, we did use it. I remember in the, our ages with job aggregators, we go through the conference and we offer. You know what? What is a conference website? It's like one, two, three pages website, and usually everything is on the index page. So we go for the conference and like offer them. Okay, we will be your informational sponsor, something like that, and we will send like on our email database and make post blog in our blog you know about your conference and you put our logo on your index page so it's yep. cool links from index pages so, and it works very nice great do you think the skyscraper technique is still relevant today not so not so okay like okay there are a lot of old websites who still like you know job aggregators price comparison etc but if you wanted to build your own some aggregator very best aggregator in the world you should spend a lot of time, links also, you know, to build authority for your domain with script, scraped content. I will not make, you know, an aggregator in 2023. No. Yep. What do you love most about SEO? You know, like the most thing, when you create some some website for it, like many of us, we uh, came to the industry, you know, we made our website, I don't know, about cats, the cats, something like that. And SEO gives you an opportunity to bring your, like your child, let's say, your product for people, you know, and like you give, you give value for people and it's very cool stuff, I believe. How do you apply or do you apply SEO principles to your daily life? I'll probably apply like developer principle in my daily life. Everything should be structured, plan, etc. Got it. What's your preference? Work from home life or office life or hybrid life? In theory, hybrid life, of course, like it's the most like convenient and the best way. But now I'm like last three years I'm in home office because our office in, in Ukraine, I live in Greece, so only home office. Mm-hmm. Cool. This might be a tricky one, but uh, SEM Rush or Ahrefs, if you had to pick one? Oh, of course, Ahrefs, because first of all, SEM Rush is a Russian product and it's not cool. And about the data and usability, of course, Ahrefs, they're much better, much better. Got it. And last one, for if we think about enterprise brands, what do you think is the best SEO resource mix? Do you think it's having an in-house team? using an agency or using a combination of both? What I saw, it's combination, you know, because yep. agency never dives so deep into your processes, but agency has experience, you know, with a lot of clients mm. and they saw a lot of things. So it's the best way. Excellent. 
Serge, thank you so much. So we've been listening to Serge Bezbarotto from Jet Octopus. Really enjoyed your time here today talking technical SEO, enterprise SEO, getting that really keen developer lens on, on all the problems that SEOs face today. What's the best way if people want to reach out to you, if they've got questions? I know you write for Search Engine Journal and you're, you're kind of you know, active on, on a few platforms, but how could people get in touch with you? Twitter. If you look at my Twitter, there it's like go. a book about logs analyzing, JavaScript, SEO. No, what are the just pure technical SEO stuff? So follow me on Twitter, Serge Bezbrov, just type Jet Octopus, you will find easily. Excellent. Thank you, Serge. Okay, so that's been another episode of SEO Success Stories. Had a really good conversation here today. If you enjoyed it, jump online, give us a review on Apple, Spotify, wherever. Apple's the one we're doing the big push on, but we'll take you five stars wherever you want to give them to us. Thank you again, Serge. Thank you. That has been SEO Success Stories for another week. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.